you ever have a question that popped into your head that never got an answer? Did you ever want to learn more about something trivial but never got around to it? Well, I have a lot. During this Halloween season, I wrote down these questions, no matter how odd or seemingly unanswerable they may be. I saved them so I could take one day each week this October in 2018 to finally get some answers. So here we go with an attempt to learn something new in this episode of I Have Questions Halloween 2018 Edition. Welcome to I Have Questions Halloween Edition. I am Matt and this is episode one of our special Halloween edition set of I Have Questions. And the question for this episode is... What was the first haunted attraction? Halloween is our biggest holiday here at Diaz's. We love horror movies. We love decorating for Halloween. We love eating candy. Some of us maybe more than others. And we love haunted attractions. And the biggest of them all, Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios in Orlando, is a major foundation piece of our annual Halloween celebration with our podcast series, The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. With that event and that series being such a large part of what we do every Halloween, it seemed time to find out what was the start of building attractions to lure people in and scare the hell out of them for money. Like a lot of questions asked in the entire run of I Have Questions, there's more than one answer to this kind of question, depending on what you consider an attraction in this case. In my mind, when I asked this question, I was thinking of an event, ride, or experience intending to scare you and charging an admission for you to go through that experience. When I focus in on that, the answer to that specific question, oddly enough, is a little more recent than I thought it would be. Not recent being a relative word, as we're about to find out. The common thought, or maybe even better to say the consensus of those that track the history of theme parks and or haunts seem to say that the first purpose-built haunted house, and by that I mean a non-residential house that is not manifested with poltergeist, was made by Orton and Spooner in 1915 in Lip Hook, England, and called simply the Ghost House. Now, 1915, of course, is more than 100 years old, but I did honestly expect the answer to be far older than that. I honestly was expecting something from the 1800s. Now, what specifically? I can't tell you, obviously, because I didn't know the answer. But finding out what's considered the first haunted house attraction is has been, was built in 1915 came as a relative surprise to me. This attraction was a scary take on the Carnival Funhouse at the time. That had been around for some time on the Carnival Circuit, and this was just a new theming or uh, I guess you'd say title or even uh, I guess maybe a, a subject matter to it. A new experience. It's probably the better word to use. A new experience on the already proven and existing funhouse idea from the early 1900s. It was an incredibly simple haunted house by today's standards, but kind of innovative in a way with it being the first and coming out of the second industrial revolution. First thing to note this house was steam-powered. That fact alone really makes me want to see this thing. The main component of the house is that it was pitch black. You didn't see anything in this house. And that made a huge play on all of your other senses. You walked into a door, you shut it behind you, and after that, the light was all the light was cut off. In the dark, you felt your way down a dark corridor, 
And as you do, the floor begins to move. In parts of it, the floor shakes. At other parts, it shifts side to side. But the biggest surprise is that at one point, it would rise and fall. And that also gives a loud bang as it slams on the fall, adding another audible element to this inside this pitch black room. And then about 10 steps or so later, you reach the exit door. Like I said, it's pretty simple. The key feature to this attraction is not too far from a key feature to many of its modern day ancestors as well. And that's that the facade of this attraction was designed to pique your curiosity and lure you in and create an idea in your head that something is going to happen. Something spooky, something scary, something haunted in this case. It's preparing your mind to experience something more than actually was happening inside that haunted house. And a really cool fact about this is that I'm looking at a picture of it right now because it still exists and it's still fully functional. Its current home is at the Holycomb Steam in the Country attraction in Liphook, Hampshire, England. Steam in the Country is Britain's largest collection of working steam attractions. It has fairground and carnival rides, railways, farm equipment, road vehicles. This is a place that if the opportunity ever arises itself, I will most definitely visit. The facade of the ghost house has been restored and I think redesigned. In fact, the site says in its own text, it says that it's been sympathetically restored by Wayne Osborne. The facade now is a of a red roofed white brick cottage in one window, there's a skeleton reading, presumably to the spider that's dangling in front of him. There's another skeleton in the upper window with a candle lighting your way in. Uh, there's a character that looks like a mixture of the Hunchback of Notre Dame and the Phantom of the Opera. I'm not quite sure if it's one or the other or if it is actually a mashup of it. And in the far right window, there is a definite Boris Korloff-inspired Frankenstein's monster reaching out of the window to give a bulldog an arm bone. And... That is about it for this first haunted attraction. Again, simple by today's standards, but taking into consideration it's the first, not the worst start. It does what many haunted houses do today in that it relies half on the anticipation that it creates by giving you the idea of entering a haunted house or letting your imagination amplify the things that are actually happening inside. And with it being the first, who knows what we'd have today without it? I'm not saying that without it, we wouldn't have the haunts we have today, but who knows? And luckily, we don't have to figure it out. And on that, that wraps up this episode of I Have Questions Halloween Edition. If you're new to this series, I Have Questions is a series that's been around for a little while on News as starting in 2016 with having an episode released every week that year. Carried into 2017 when Lou took it over. Lou from News As took it over as host. And I've come back during the holidays at Christmas in 2017. And again, this year in 2018, or I should say the Halloween holiday in 2018, to the, do these special edition episodes. And the premise, it's exactly what you just heard. You take a question that you might not know the answer to right off the top of your head and find out what that answer is. So if you're curious on what those other episodes are like, check them out at newsas.com. And of course, they also have feeds on iTunes, Stitcher, what else is out there anymore? Tune in. Is that a thing? I don't know. Whatever, whoever aggregates podcast, everything that news as does is on them. So it should be easy to find. And while you're out looking for news as check out our social media pages, we are news as podcasts on Facebook news as on Twitter and Instagram and news as on YouTube. And this is the time of year that that channel on YouTube for news as I should say comes to life for a little bit, the Halloween holiday. 
That is it. I'll be back next week with another question and another episode. Until then, let me say, of course, thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. I Have Questions is part of the NeoZaz.com Internet Entertainment Network. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit our website at NeoZaz.com. I Have Questions and all the podcast series from NeoZaz are funded by the generosity of our fantastic Patreon supporters. To learn how you can help support all the work we do at NeoZaz and access exclusive supporter content, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash NeoZaz. For all the latest from I Have Questions at NeoZaz.com, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash NeoZazPodcast or our Twitter account at NeoZaz. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.